everybody, welcome back to another episode of Better Radio. I'm Brian. I'm Liam. How's it going? It's going well. How are you doing? Oh, uh, great, great. Doing fantastic. So it's been a minute since we recorded this last time we... Yeah, hiatus is over. We've settled everything out of court, <clears throat> fortunately. Yeah, so Kevin will be back it. is what Kevin, Yeah, Kevin's, Kevin's not going to work in this town ever again. <laughs> He's doing uh, good. Kevin's great. Oh, no, yeah. We, we totally. really enjoyed that last episode. If you haven't checked it out, please do. I think it's incredibly funny. We have a really good clip about Kevin trying to take on Wendy's and yeah. and bring them down. How many podcasts have we done? That Was that our fifth? That was our fifth. So this would be our sixth. Yep. It was, uh, it was probably my uh, top in my top five podcasts that we've done. Yeah, it does. Definitely was this yeah. one just outside of it? Just outside of it, you think? Well, I don't know why. If we're just going, yeah, we're just going numeric. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I don't know. This could be the best one. I have a good feeling about it. I just got a good feeling about it. Mm. We've had uh, we we've uh, we've both been pretty busy. Yeah, stuff, I got a, developments, I right? Got a you job. hell um, yes, you're making money. It's good. Obviously, I don't want to talk too much in depth about that job. Mm. This is just pay. It's just it's just mm. you know. It's a job, and he works there, and he's happy there. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Um, start on Monday, and hopefully I'll crush it. Hopefully I'll prove them right for hiring me. That's that's what you always hope for, right? When you get intern at the White House, right? I mean, that'd be like life imitating art, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like everything does these days. Yeah, they actually thought that video was an application, and they're like, "This guy seems qualified enough. He's marketable." Him. Yeah, oh, it's all Trump says. Yeah, <laughs> marketable. He might make us more likable yeah, out here. No, so no. let's uh, let's... look at him. Look at him. We love him. We lo- I love him. Yeah, let's get this Chris Pratt looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, before he was hot, the yeah, yeah, the, the fat Pratt. The, the actually the, the better Pratt, you know, because with with fat Pratt, mm-hmm. with fat Pratt, he uh, it was just like it was like yeah, I could pal around with him, you know. Mm-hmm. But like yeah, I he was feel, married to Anna Ferris. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now he's married to some. Really he was married to Anna Ferris at that yeah. point. Yeah. Wow, this guy. Good for Chris Pratt, man. He's a. I heard some crazy. Also, to be honest, man, when he was fat Pratt. He wasn't really even like that fat Pratt. You know what I mean? Right. No, he was he's like just slightly overweight. He was yeah. Hollywood fat. Yeah. He was Hollywood. Exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, he uh, now he's like a super religious guy, getting in trouble for wearing the. Um, don't tread on me on a t-shirt because mm. people are very you know they don't love they don't love that kind of that stuff i guess snake is racist mm-hmm. here he's a racist snake um i was gonna say speaking of racist snakes but i don't have a good transition for that you don't <laughs> off the cuff not off not off the cuff that's hard for me to believe Brian. yeah um anyways what do you want to talk about today um <clears throat> what would i like to talk about today what would I like to talk about today? Hmm. What would you like to talk about today? So, you know, it's a changing world, obviously. Uh, just hit 13,000, or 13,000, fuck. We just thir- hit 1,300 subscribers. 130,000 subscribers this yeah, last just, weekend? We just, Dude, just, it's, it's, it's um, so high. We got a exponential, exponential growth. That's what no, that, it actually is way fucking faster now that you're over 1,000 subscribers. It's insane. Yeah, dude, it just, it's got to be awesome. I think it's Your drinking problems has got to be like so. Well, now it just becomes Justified. like part of the artistry, you know? Yes. Before uh, it was like a dangerous situation. Now it's like, well, that's, uh, that's what he does to prepare, you know? Yeah, Ernest Hemingway, Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. The greats, just them. I <laughs> do two. think those are the only good artists that have ever existed. Um, you know what yeah, sucks? No, like, I really didn't like Mac Miller's music until... Like, I mean, no, no, that's not true. That's not true at all. That's not true. Mm-hmm. I, I, liked, I liked... I didn't like it as much as I do now. Maybe. You're talking to the mic. Sorry, talking to the mic. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, yeah. 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 Anyway, I've I've definitely appreciated like his work a lot, like mm-hmm. an ag- like an aggressive amount uh, this last year or so. As mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people, I actually a lot of people I know have. Um, it's like a little peak. I uh, like his stuff, but he died. No, nah, you're even just know about him you're just a huge pussy if you like that guy's music. <laughs> I I like Little Pete. No, nah, I'm kidding. He's got he's got some really good sad stuff. Really, mm-hmm. just kind of a it's like you know you can see where that yeah, road is. Sad, gonna... sad boy music. That's, yeah. that's where I'm at. That's what no, I, actually, I don't know. I was uh, fucking. They all just died because of stupid bullshit, man. Mm-hmm. Well, drugs. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, but like even particular stupid bullshit in their drugs. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. There's not like, like, yeah, drugs are bad, I guess. But don't do drugs, kids. It was yeah, different amounts of like what they were. Even though it was like different amounts of like what they were expected to get, but Mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of drug use like that is just not a not a good. Yeah, it's not. Blanket odds, but what you know. Neither one of them died on was uh, freebasing crack, mm-hmm. which I do advocate for. Right. I'm pretty big on it, actually. Uh, it's good substitute for cardio. Right. So you won't eat. That's pretty so much all I do it for. You don't gain, yeah. gain weight. Yo, yeah, you uh, saw the new Tarantino movie, right? Yeah. Um, I heard uh, you had some opinions on it. No? <clears throat> yeah, I definitely liked it. So if you want... A real in-depth discussion. Check out We Get a Show, a podcast with uh, Dylan tomorrow night where we talked about it. But I liked. You're if, welcome. <laughs> I liked it quite a bit, honestly. Um, Jenny did not like it. Really? I, I, I she's not a Quentin Tarantino it. fan. Um, she also didn't know about the Manson family murders at all. So yeah, about halfway like, through. What is the point of this film? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Check was out. I was with someone that. Uh, like when I saw it, mm-hmm. that also wasn't familiar with the, uh, like, that uh, terrible thing the government did to Charles Manson, making oh, him just... look like a mass murderer. Right. Or, yeah. like, cult leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized about halfway through the movie, I was like, yeah, this would probably have been a better movie if you had some familiarity with it. Yeah. And I kind of well, felt uh... bad. Because, like, the kid uh, was, like, hanging out with a buddy of mine. He, he like asked me if he should and i was like i don't know maybe maybe not it was tarantino he's probably gonna do a good job but like something i liked about the movie Mm -hmm. but it is not good if you don't know what the like what happened uh is like he doesn't really uh, glamorize the uh that manson man no he's barely in it um and spoilers i guess and then uh yeah he has a very tarantino ending so we'll keep it at that. If you have seen it, check out the other podcast that a we Tarantino just did. movie has a Tarantino ending. Yeah, exactly. And uh, another thing that we did a video on that can relate to this is Ninja is moving to Mixer because Microsoft is ruthless. Who's Ninja? He is the biggest Twitch streamer in the world. Now he's on Mixer. He, what is Twitch? You, so you just want me to say like, I think if people are listening, they have at least a base knowledge. But Twitch is a video game streaming service that a lot of people like watching people who stream. Wait, wait, what do you mean? These kids kids online, they watch yeah. people play video games yeah, online? Yeah, they don't even play them themselves. They don't play the video games themselves? No. That's what you're telling me, Brian? It's pretty insane. What What's what's wrong? Are they, were they, have they been vaccinated? Could that be? Some of them have. I would imagine statistically. Mm-hmm. But is that... Maybe the root of the problem. He actually moved to Mixer because the the require people to be vaccinated to sign up for Mixer. Makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Keeping and the man down. Like, if I'm going to do okay. meetups, don't talk into the mic enough. Pretty much just like talk around it. I'm sorry. So again, you want to talk right into here. Right this into is where the, the like right there is where the sound gets picked up. Not that makes on the sense. Top. But is my voice talking right into it too aggressive, or is it no, just sure. right? Put it right there. Uh, Sound right in front of me. Okay. See, you see I'm a fan. I'm a fan of acoustics, you know. <laughs> right. But anyway, um, the, yeah, uh, uh, vaccinations, uh, that's probably where the problem lies, I would imagine. Yeah, so... Um, Someone's breaking in. Yeah, so it sounded like... So yeah, um, Mixer is basically a competitor to Twitch, has a lot of the same features. People, you know, watch... Uh, People live stream on there, but not quite as much as they do on Twitch. So in a kind of, I won't say like last ditch effort, but it was kind of feeling that way. They decided to just pay Ninja most likely a, a fuck ton of money. I think that'd be an accurate. I actually think the number is out there. Is it? I real? think it's like nine hundred sixty-three million. I'm not <laughs> kidding you. That would no. No, I I'm looking that up, right. bro. I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. All right, leaves you to look it up. We'll explain the situation a little bit more. So, yeah, Ninja went from. I don't know who this is. Keep elaborating. <laughs> Ninja went from Twitch, where he had 14 million followers, to Mixer. And when I checked earlier today, he had 600,000 followers so far. Mixer, I might be wrong. It might have been 200,000 followers and 60,000 viewers. 
So I think he's doing, you know, decently for his first try. It's kind of interesting because it's like, you you see like athletes, you know, the like basketball, football players, those kind of athletes, the sign these deals to be a part of different brands. And it's like, oh, well, you know, this basketball player has a shoe made by Nike. Adidas wants to, you know, steal them away. So, you know, offer them a bunch of money. And now we're just kind of seeing that in esports. If you want to look at Ninja as a kind of esport athlete in a way, at least like an entertainer, you know, kind of like hybrid between the two. And yeah, Mixer and Microsoft shoved out the big bucks. And it'll be interesting to see if they're going to continue to do this with more streamers. Um, if YouTube gaming and Facebook gaming is going to do similar things. Um, I know DLive, which is another streaming site, paid PewDiePie um, a good amount of money to stream exclusively there for a year. So this is a, you know, if you can't organically grow it, you got to just steal the, the biggest people from, from the other platforms, you know? It was possible I was dehydrated and hallucinated that article earlier. Yeah, 900 million sounded a little bit much. <laughs> I thought it'd be more. Didn't they offer, like... Someone offered, like, Snapchat a few years ago, like, $4 billion or something. Yeah, I think Facebook did. Yeah, and it was yeah. th- it's three it was three kids or some shit, and they, and they, sa- like, they said no. They said no, and then they're like, oh, we'll just make Instagram, Snapchat, then it's fine. Yeah. And uh, they're some like, real... fuck, please buy us, someone please buy us now. That sucks. Yeah, but that's what happens, though. We were just talking about other people who are real competitive and we're not going to talk about on the air. But we saw a documentary on that was pretty interesting, but I'm terrified about talking about it because mm-hmm. they're scary. Somewhat related to uh, Epstein's Island. Oh, no. <laughs> that's not what we just, we're just, just two dudes watching a documentary about Epstein's <laughs> Island. Oh, no. All right. So what do you have going on in your life? Now, I was invited to Epstein's Island before... <laughs> No, uh, I got some to, travel plans that fell through. Don't yeah, really some travel plans fell it. through. I, I was, it was not, it was political stuff. Mm. No, seriously, dude, that shit's disgusting. Those yeah, people it's are fucked. like, it's. I mean, like people. I remember, like, remember Pizza Gate and shit. What is it with, with like government officials and like just maybe people in power? Like, why is there a like a portion of them? I'm sure there's like a couple Bernie Sanders that maybe think, are out uh, there like doing good, not trying to have sex with kids. But I feel like a lot of them are trying to do it. Like that's what the end. I think um, in inherently people who do bad things like that look for positions of power that they can exploit, you know, priests, Boy Scout leader, you know, the in their own way. They wow, try that to is like find ways where they can victimize articulate people. way of looking at it. That's good. That Thanks. makes a lot of sense. Thanks. Well done. Thanks, guys. Make sure you tell your friends about all the great. Do you think being a priest, like that, makes sense? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. The priest is probably like the easiest gig to get to hang out with kids. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. Well, no, I Boy Scout leader would probably be the. I don't you want. You were in Boy Scouts, weren't you? What are you trying to say, dude? A long time. Wow, wow. <laughs> I wasn't in it for that long. You I wish. didn't like it. I didn't like having to do things. Yeah. Go camping. Ugh, gross. Dude, I would just. I was just. Yeah, that's rough. I I'm big into I love that stuff. I go out, I'll sleep on the uh, like the grass. Mm. I think it's just called blacking out. Yeah, that is what it is called. On yeah, the grass, it's just right? I I happen to do that while I'm belligerent. Yeah, you know, it counts, bro. I'm out there. Oh man, so do you have any stand up dates coming up? We uh, oh we in between. I went to a show that you hosted. It's right. Fun. Yes. Oh hey hey the open mic at the Dark Rose Saloon, mm-hmm. which is. I want to say the second. So it looks like that's coming back. Mm-hmm. Next Wednesday. Yeah, next Wednesday, the 7th. Next Wednesday, the 7th, the open mic at the Dark Rose Saloon returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, before this podcast, we had just done, uh, we were just going into that show. Yeah. I went great, but a pretty big turn. I mean, you, 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 know, you talk about it. I don't need to. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You were uh, there. I thought about performing, but then the list got mad full up, and I was like, ooh, I don't, mm. I don't want to be here till midnight. Fair enough. That was um, uh, that was kind of what the deal was. Yeah, but you know, uh, it was really fun. I think people did well. Not till midnight. Good turnout, was that? No, not till midnight. It was like ten, probably. 
Oh, it was only 10. But you would have to, you'd get home. I was having down. flashbacks to when I was performing at like one in the morning at places. Yeah, where? Like, about uh, in Boston and in the Raven where mm. I'd get there and be like, oh, people have been here since two o'clock this afternoon waiting for the, okay, I guess I'll just uh, just take that Covenant one thirty in the morning slot. Yeah. That'll be good. The crowd yeah. will be really engaged by that point. Yeah, I mean, I I love the Raven. It's one of one of the best open mics in the city for mm-hmm. for honest to God for like like training because right. it's just like as like a I like that was a just being a comic going mm-hmm. up uh, they'd let you do like they'd stretch your like stretch stretch your legs you know do mm-hmm. do a fifteen minute set and bomb most of it and you know you need that so right. you need that. Uh, but yeah, no, this Wednesday the 7th, I got uh, the open mic at the Dark Rose Saloon is returning. The list goes up at 7.30. The show starts at 8. Everyone who wants to be on it is allowed to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. A good fun. You know, buy a lot of alcohol, you know. <laughs> Please. Um, a get big part safe. of why really they're safe. allowed That's to do this is because you will buy a drink or two. And it doesn't actually have to be alcohol. You can buy no, regular drinks. No no expectation um, of that at all. All we want you to do is to go there, have a good time, mm-hmm. and tell your friends aggressively about how good a time you had. Yeah, and maybe visit it on days when there aren't even open mics there. Just go. If, you, if you're going to go out with friends and you're in Worcester, check out the bar. I mean, this is pretty self-explanatory, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's a lot it's of people who don't understand. It's a... Uh, I don't, don't understand the arrangements of like what open mics are. It's like this is obviously good for communities, but this is also good for the business if you, you know, can bring in some good, you know, patrons. You know? Yeah, you know, totally, totally. I mean, business, I mean, I think businesses get it. Uh, mm-hmm. and like at least any of the people I've ever interacted with. Right. But the, uh, yeah, it just kind of happened. It's cool that we like t- we've turned a few people on on to the bar and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I like the bar. I'm actually probably gonna have this like taco night thing coming up. Thinking nice. About checking out these free tacos, you know. Hey, They're, can't beat that. I think it's free tacos. I don't know. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> there you go, Zed. What definitely the f- fucking, you have to dude, pay I don't for know. tacos? I didn't mean that. It's probably pay tacos. It's, just, it's probably just they're probably just hosting a taco night, and it's gonna be. Yeah, they're probably just selling tacos. Yeah, that's probably what night. they're doing. That's probably what they're doing. But hey, tacos are great. So God, I fucking suck, man. I can't. I can't, I can't do a single thing right. Like <laughs> so, it's, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. <clears throat> so you said you had um, obviously other than. Right. Well, we had the, the, the last Roast Wars, I think the season finale, I guess. I don't know what Lou's calling it, but the like... <laughs> season finale. Right? Well, I mean, like it was a torn... Like it was like a... They, they kept a record. The season mm-hmm. ended. I don't know. Like the they had a great like uh, elimination mm-hmm. uh, round to the end. Uh, like from the Roasters in the scene and shit. Uh, it was a great... It was an awesome show. Uh, I was actually... Uh, offered to do uh, an eight-minute senate. It was uh, oh wow, the best part of the night, obviously. Right. Um, it was a good. It was a good time. No, it was amazing, mm-hmm. uh, and I appreciated being asked to do. Do you that. feel like people are sometimes confused? I remember when I went to see you do roast war, and someone just did stand up. I was like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" It was probably just a warm-up act. Yeah, no, it was. Oh yeah, no warm-up. I was, I was expecting that's, that's, like that's, a roast thing, and then just some guy came up and just did like five or ten minutes. Uh, like, you were probably too drunk couldn't understand what's going on <laughs> in the room it's not their fault <clears throat> anyways so you were saying <laughs> uh no the show the show was awesome all the matches are great mm-hmm. uh the winner was david kagian mm-hmm. uh and he he's hilarious he's a great uh great comic definitely mm-hmm. well deserved every one of his matches were very funny mm-hmm. uh he's very good with the quick whips the craziest things about it was like a lot of those people because it was like a the last it was like three rounds right, mm-hmm. and so like if you won the first round, you're mm-hmm. gonna go in the second round in like 20 minutes. Like I would go in and do my act, and that mm-hmm. was pretty much like the the time you had until the next round started. Mm-hmm. So you had fucking like 10 minutes to like write jokes, mm-hmm. and some of the jokes were like so good. Right, they were just so good, and it was like right. wow, they had that little time. It's really impressive. I right. like really good joke yeah, yeah, writing yeah. by everybody. Um, and I thought the show was great, a g- great crowd, mm-hmm. um, good turnout, and yeah, a super fucking rad time. Cool. Hosted by Lou Ramos. Right. The man. So go check it out. Lou uh, helped Liam out with equipment at the beginning of his... Uh, Lou helps me out with uh, everything all the time, always. Lou is, Lou is uh, he's, he's the man. He's a good guy. Very good person. 
Uh, not all the time. I mean, he just helped me on a number of times. He's a mm. he's a really good person. Uh, great, like, I don't know. When you're new on the scene, this is yeah. getting gay. Is it? <laughs> this is getting. I don't know. He's a he's a great friend. That's uh, I guess. Leave with that. Nice boy. We, uh, yeah, we don't. There's nothing. I don't know why I said getting gay. I didn't mean that in like a homophobic way either. Mm. If you got to cut that, feel free to. And it'll be fine. Uh, Lou, anytime you want, come on the podcast. We can talk shop, talk about roasts. What other spots you got going on? I heard you had a showcase. That, yes, I did a showcase a last bit? night, actually. Um, How'd that go? It was a lot of fun. Uh, I you can see by the fact that you're willing to talk about it. It must have gone pretty well. Oh, yeah. No, it was fun. I, it was cool. I've been Otherwise, doing... you would have been like, no, I, what What are you talking about? <laughs> I've been doing like, a, like, so, uh, like this is kind of happenstance. Mm. Um I've been doing like longer sets and uh, kind of back to back, which has been fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, like not just like the five minute open mic stuff, which is uh, I, I don't know, that's cool. Um, and when you don't right. when you don't eat shit the entire time, you know, it's it's cool. Right. But like was, it was it was a it was a good show. Um, it was a really really fun time. All, all the comics honestly were were great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Risi, John Tillerson. Um, I'll get the whole. Lineup. You don't need the whole lineup. I, well, now I feel like I've said half the cast. No, well, we can just go like the the lineup was really good. The uh, I got it right here. Uh, so Doug Garing, Cassie Torresi, Shyam, uh, Subramian. I'm terrible with probably pronoun- I'm probably mispronouncing that name, but hey, no one pronounces my last name right either. So mm-hmm. uh, Ben Vasanga and then John Tilson. They're all very funny uh, people. A good it was a good show it was a lot of fun to be part of at the woohaha comedy club nice. on franklin street which is cool the funny thing about franklin street right franklin street has the turtle boy statue on it right across the street actually and i just like which is hilarious right across the street from the comedy club you're familiar with turtle boy right uh yes i am okay so it's a it looks like he's should i should i elaborate um, do you think we could find a video uh, image of it that I can put into the podcast right now? Yeah, I think it should be. Or like someone a, has a picture of it that you know that I can put in it to put on screen for people. I'm certain I have a number of photos okay, of good. Turtle Boy. Yeah. I frequent the location. Mm-hmm. I just I love architecture, uh, honestly. Right. Anyway, so it's Franklin Street, right? Mm-hmm. And I was a kid when I was a kid. There was a TV show mm-hmm. uh, about a turtle named Franklin. He could mm-hmm. count by twos and tie his shoes. Uh, yeah, there you go. I just think it's just, you know, simulation theory, you know? It's, it's right, too right. coincidental. Tell oh, me man. I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. I Tell me I'm crazy. Can't, can't argue with that. Also, unfortunately, the name of uh, another, and the inspiration for a name for something else that, uh, you know, people love in Worcester will say that. Oh, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> you really think bestiality is that funny? <laughs> Hey, so uh, anyway, the uh, I, I think beast. Yeah, that's what you were getting at. And mm. so uh, bestiality is just top tier, top brow humor for you, huh? Yeah, it's, it doesn't get better. Yeah. Anyway, so that was the uh, the show uh, yesterday at the Wuhan. I'm definitely gonna never be allowed on a show again. Why? Just talking about all the ridiculous stuff, anti like bestiality. Let's talk about that. You know, it's like, mm. oh wait, why don't you just talk oh, about a fucking show. show? Why don't you just talk about a show? You know what I mean? It, it was a great time. Uh, showcase was awesome. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Now, next question, right? Uh, uh, the 22nd, like, no, uh, August 8th, I'm on uh, Hot Dog, which is hosted by Worcester's Sean Connolly. He's the uh, golden boy. Uh, uh, okay. I, I love him. Why, why is he called the golden boy? I think it's because he looks kind of like Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I don't Wait, know. Was he the guy who did the set in? Sean uh... Connolly is like just a hilarious comedian. He's just, I don't I don't know what the goal. I didn't mean anything uh, by the goal. Guy, he's just a like, super talented comedian. Yeah, he's say, that just guy been doing it for a minute. Looks like Joaquin Phoenix in the Joker in the new Joker movie. Yes, that would Where be the I same person I'm like, talking about. Yeah, this guy could definitely. Play the Joker. Yeah, it's definitely what I was talking. I didn't mean it in a derogatory way, but it just mm-hmm. looks like he would be forced to have a relationship with his cell phone. <laughs> oh man! All right. So what else you got? Um, that show's gonna be awesome. Uh, I love. Uh, it's at it's at um Coney Island Hot Dogs. Okay, that's so, a you know, weird gonna, venue, but yeah. No, it's great. Sean's actually, uh, I think, uh, recording an album there. In uh, 
recording. Oh, oh, like he's recording. Like recording. Yeah, comedy album. Yep. He's recording comedy. Yeah, it's a really cool show, actually. Uh, the idea is I don't know all the information is like public, but it's gonna. It, it's part of the Woot Nanny Festival, which is uh, which uh, you know I'm also a part of. Mm. You know, which is a great decision on their part. That's cool. And Maybe yeah. uh, you can have them on. Yeah, the showcase last night was uh, pretty rad. Good times. I mm. had a lot of a lot of fun. Um, I, then I got the hot dog show, uh, which is hosted by Sean Connolly. It's like a comedy show mm-hmm. uh, mixed. At a, it's a comedy show at a venue mm. uh, that is Coney Island Hot Dogs, which is an iconic Worcester uh, staple. Mm. Uh, I'm really excited to go there and eat yeah. hot dogs and do stand up. I haven't had a Coney Island mm. hot dog in a while. Yeah, I mean, as the name suggests, they're known for their fish and chips. Um, People love it. They come from everywhere to check that out. No, they're they're funny. You're making a joke. (laughs) I was was making a joke. I I feel like you you don't want to disrespect the hot dog place. Coney Island? Yeah. Yeah, that place. I've actually never been. The hot dog. You haven't been to... I've never been. I know. People uh, get surprised by that. It's great. That I'm like, yeah, no, I've just never been, and they're like, fair enough, I guess you should go. Yeah, no, it's it's really good. I love, I think it's great. But you've been to Hot Dog Annie's, right? Another yes, local we've, stable. we've been together. Yeah, I know. I a lot of times through our childhood. I wanted you to say it, hear you say it. Uh, but it's it's you know it's hot dogs. They're mm. fantastic, and those two places are the only places that make them good. Yeah, Derek is pretty okay. Oh man, uh, any other shows you got going on? Yep, I actually got a few other things coming down the pipeline. So that's August uh, 8th. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be dressing up as a, as a giant hot dog and eating hot dogs on stage because I'm a gimmick comic now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you saw me in that insane clown posse juggalo makeup. <laughs> right, yeah, now we can put um, that on screen too. I'm 100%. No, actually, you sure I think this that should be the thumbnail. I honestly ask. think that should be the okay, thumbnail. Yeah, no, because like, people are going to click on it. Mm-hmm. So they ask like, what you the to, fuck? Um, it is so traumatizing. They asked you to wear the hot dog suit, right? I was making that up. Oh, okay. I, I, I was going to say, no sure I, they like, was... didn't hire you to be like the mascot that points people, and then there's like a giant miscommunication. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. That could very yeah, easily well, be what it is. Now that I think about it, I looking think, back at the emails. Yeah, 90% of the people who get hired that get actually get tricked into being that. Do I still get to eat hot dogs? I would imagine. Then it's a win. Yeah, got some ASMR up in here with the with the bottle. Why are you doing that to people, bro? I'm trying to expand our um, subscribers, you know, be as diverse as possible. Algorithm. Yeah, exactly. If I can tag ASMR, one person might click on this. With that clown confused. makeup as the thumbnail, yeah, it's gonna. So I'm trying, yeah, to cast a wide net yeah. as wide as possible. That sh- that show was awesome. It was this past Monday, gathering of the yeah, Joe the jo- <laughs> Good name. Yeah, uh, hosted by Jesse Burlingame, who's like mm-hmm. a, an actual juggalo mm-hmm. uh, and a comedian on the Worcester comedy scene, and he's mm-hmm. very funny. He is actually performing uh, someday this week at the gathering of the Jugglos, like the real one. Oh, the real one? Yeah, yeah so that's, that's cool. why that's why we were doing we it. It was kind of like a going away party for the guy. Um, mm-hmm. It was a really cool. <laughs> so we, don't, we don't know if he's going to come back. We don't know if he's going to survive. Was like, that's what so... I think that's what they were like going like, for. You know, uh, he could yeah. get murdered. So yeah, he's going was... to the this is terrible juggler stereotypes I'm throwing out here. I'm yeah. sorry, guys. Uh, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I came into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I don't know. I didn't really. I was not really a big ICP fan. Uh, mm-hmm. I've just I've listened to a number of their songs. Mm-hmm. But so you don't I, say, you I don't know. It's like this is rap, man. Some of those they so got man. some. They got you don't some have good, to like, like say you're not a big fan of it. I think that's the default setting for people. And then dude, you no, have I'm to gonna say I'm, that saying, you I'm about are to say some positive fan. shit, motherfucker. Oh, all right. I'm incapable of. They're uh, they we watched like an advertisement. Like mm-hmm. I got more familiarized with the Juggalo culture. Right. And I began to understand. And no, they they. Uh, they had like an advertisement for like the the, the gathering of the juggalos. Mm-hmm. It looked like what you would think it would look like, pretty much exactly. Uh, I've pretty watched much a lot exactly. of like 
YouTube documentaries on it because it's an incredibly fascinating yeah. event. But those people are having a really good time. Yeah, and, they're living their life, man. And I... on top of that, the other acts, like a lot of the acts that are featured there, there's some, I mean, Jesse's there, so there's some fantastic comedy there. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Gilbert Godfrey, I think, is hosting. Of course he I is. Think he, I, I, think, I don't know if he's hosting Jesse's thing, but I hope. I hope he, like, makes a Hollywood connection mm-hmm. and just move, never talks, to, never even comes back. What are the chances that Gilbert Godfrey doesn't know what a juggalo is and is going to be? Dude, I, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm saying I kind of slept on, uh, which is what I say now. I say mm-hmm. things like that all the time. Yeah. Um. They like. It looks awesome. They have a lot of really cool acts there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Token from Salem, Mass. Oh wow! Yeah. Yep, he's there. Uh, a ton of other people. I recognize that name stuck out to me because i didn't watch the whole thing but a lot of mm-hmm. people were going crazy a lot of the time there was a lot of different a lot of varied acts and right. like i said a fair number of comedians so it seems like it's just a just another music festival and mm. i don't know if they feel like it's a bunch of you know loyal i don't know loyal but like uh it's just a bunch of fans of similar mm-hmm. things i got it's just a music festival i can get right. behind that did you people try fuego at your show i did i tried a couple flavors i tried the kind yep. candy i was mm-hmm. not high on that right i tried the mountain dew one mm-hmm. I did not really like that either i like stars and stripes which is like the like a, you know generic soda around here from the dollar tree that's what i i fucked that shit up in middle school and high school mm-hmm. uh i think it's better okay but I think it's also I think the difference is ours is carbonated and there and Fago is not. Yeah. yeah. What? That's bizarre. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, all right. So that's uh, that's that show. Mm. The other things I got going on: uh, Friday, August twenty third, and Saturday, August twenty fourth. Mm. I'm gonna be uh, doing a spot uh, at the Comedy Attic. Uh, for the uh, that, those of that weekend show, I think the headliner that day uh, is a uh, Mike Bain. Okay. Uh, I'm not like I haven't I haven't met him yet personally, mm. but I have heard about kind him. Kind of a big deal. Yeah, he's a big bigger big Boston person, comic. Yeah. Very uh, funny. Mm. Um, I'm excited to be uh, like a part of that. That's gonna be a really fun night. Both those nights are gonna be sweet. Right. The Comedy Attic. Uh, the thing I love most about that room is it's like super. Uh, it's, it feels like you're doing comedy in an attic. I guess it's like the whole point. Whoa. But it, it's super like intimate. Check. You can have like 20 people in there and it feels like a really cool show. Mm. But like, you know, it, the thing is, it, it's not like that. It usually packs out. Do they yeah, have an open it all mic? sounds like good things. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, so that um, that's that's that weekend. And then Saturday, August 31st, I'm uh, on uh, The Best of the Woo, mm. which is uh, a show... That's just kind of, you know, showing off all the amazing talent Worcester has to offer, right. which is, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's a good lineup. Uh, and it's yeah going to be, is it the Wuha, which is an awesome room. It's AC. It's going to be mm-hmm. August 31st. So it's probably still going to be hot as balls. Right. So you're going to go there and you're going to have a great time listening to comedy mm-hmm. and you're going to be, you know, comfortable, a really cool room. They also right. have great meal deals i'm not even just like trying to sell in this place but like it, it, it there's like all you can eat wings one day Whoa. it was like two large pizzas for like i don't know what it is but i don't want to get it wrong hmm. but uh, it was a good deal i was uh, i ate i ate two pizzas and as many wings as i could eat oh wow well, sounds great that's what i did that's what i did with my day yesterday nice but yeah that's uh that's what i'm up to for the like rest of the month in terms of shows i'll be doing uh open mics I mean, I obviously got my open mic of the the seventh, mm-hmm. um, but I'll be hitting. You know, I guess now I got a bunch of shows to do, so you know, I'm gonna uh, be uh, you know hitting that old uh, that old grindstone, all the open mic that is the Worcester comedy open mic scene, Very the nice. greatest one in the country, in the whole country that I've been so. a part of. It's a big qualifier at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh man, well that's that's really consistently fun. a part of. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> even even more of a qualifier yeah, yeah, um but yeah no i'm i'm excited it was, it was cool i uh i'm really i'm really excited about it it's, uh, it's been uh, i feel just i don't know i don't know what i don't want to get like weird about it honor is not the word i would say because that would make me sound like a fucking <laughs> jelly fish right. um but 
it's cool. I feel, I feel, I don't know, dude. Can we edit this out? I don't know. I like, just, I don't, what do I want to say here? I feel, I really appreciate the opportunity. I feel like there's a really positive is. momentum in your, you know, budding nah, comedy career. I just want to say, I don't want to say that. I don't Because I, I, I don't want to say shit like that. I don't want to even think shit like that. I mean, you can say this positive momentum. Positive momentum at one time doesn't guarantee anything. It just means that right now you feel like you're on a good path. You want to continue on this path, you know? That was pretty good, I guess. <laughs> I mean... If I had said that right then, mm-hmm. off the cuff, would have been better. But, uh, I, I mean, here's the thing. It's like, nothing's ever guaranteed. Uh, I fucking... YouTube is the like most harsh judge of that. We can I'm have a, pretty confident mm-hmm. me as that thumbnail is going to make this go gonna viral. Make, okay, I hope so. Yeah, we're going to just start doing dress-ups for thumbnails. <laughs> for th- all right. But no, it's like you think about it. Um, using the sex appeal of both of us for good. Oh, boy. People will not click if it's anything for with me. Um, what are you talking about? But no, like like, it, like you're saying. Fetish stuff. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe if I really <laughs> they say when you build a YouTube channel to find a niche, that's the niche is gonna be more nichey fetishes to put as the thumbnail. They say niche. Well, it's I've, it's pronounced. You can say it either way. Is it? Yeah, it's uh, one of those words. Anyway. You know a word I you know a thing I like about words like a, a type of word I like. What kind of word do you like? Um, words that like you can. Like, record, mm-hmm. and record. Yeah, that's um. They're spelled word? the same way, mm-hmm. but like depending on where they the fit context, in a sentence. Yeah, they mean different things. Yeah, that's why learning English has got a English. I can't imagine. Suck I can't even so imagine. Much. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't. I didn't even try that hard to learn like, a foreign so, language. Right, I just so sat what? in a class for six years, but the. It didn't seem to have that many bullshit rules. Like it's like, oh yeah, sometimes we just sometimes we follow the rules here. Sometimes we do. We sometimes mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. So how how do you think stand-up's going in general? Obviously, you had a lot of like new opportunities. You know, with the showcase, what's the kind of feeling of where you're headed now, and what's like the ideal goal and situation? You know. Um, I know you talked about wanting to do more film work as well so if you want to talk about that oh no i was i was fucking around about doing i was just because the thing i was i did before i mean i I like i'd like uh i don't know i think it'd be fun to do more online stuff like sketch Mm -hmm. or whatever i don't really consider i don't know that acting i guess i just Mm -hmm. but stand up man uh in general i don't know i just am gonna continue to do what i've been doing in the sense of like taking whatever comes and Mm -hmm. being appreciative of it the way it is. I don't know. I don't want to look at... I also don't like... I don't, I don't know. I don't really know the industry that much, you know. Mm. I'm learning as I go. And it's interesting. Right. And it's like as any as any job would be, you mm. know. Yeah. Not job. No doubt. I mean, it's, I guess it's sort of a job. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I feel that. I think for us right now, I you know, want to keep all the YouTube stuff going. Keep it... Keep momentum going. I have a lot of interesting ideas for videos. Um, and then Tamor and I have been talking about writing a short film and shooting a short film together. So hopefully that'll be done sooner than later. Yes, Probably I will, the be, last I will be the lead. Thank you. Hey, I mean, if you like the script, you know, yeah. and you're willing to work for no money, you know, that's the other. Brian, I, I'm not uh, I'm, uh, to create for no money. That's the only reason you should create. Right. Yeah. yeah once capitalism is evolved, it loses its inherent once artistic a, value. Exactly. Exactly, I would say it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, well, I don't know, because a lot of movies are good. Like, what's upon no, time? There's no good, good movies. That movie's sure good. He also there's nothing to make money that. from that. There's other good Tarantino movies, but there's no other good movies. It's good Tarantino made all the good movies in Hollywood, and everyone else is just trying so. to keep up. I was watching a variety interview with him, speaking mm-hmm. of writing and um, making short film stuff, and. It was with him, Leonardo DiCaprio, and they were talking about the creation of Rick Dalton, which is the main character in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And just the sheer effort that Quentin Tarantino goes through to create his characters is really inspiring to me. Like him, he was talking about 
the inspiration behind the character, all the actors that he grew up watching in the 50s and 60s and, you know, kind of taking different parts from them and then having Leonardo DiCaprio watch, like, select episodes to try to get, like, a feel for the kind of person that his character was. It was just, like, as someone who writes, as someone who occasionally acts, it was a really inspiring, you know, thing. And it made me, like, be like, ah, I gotta, I gotta get to work. I gotta go, you know? No, that's great. That's, I mean, that's, that's a, a creator's create and inspiring is something that happens as a result of it and mm. that's something that's cool yeah man. i mean that's it's I, I when you watch a movie like that man any tarantino movie it's just like man this guy crafted this whole thing mm. you know when i go and see something like that it's just like i'm going for a ride yeah and i just wherever it goes i don't know where, especially like even you know you know you know the history I mean, you did. Mm. Uh, not a, like you know. Clearly, as we said earlier, it's probably better to have some familiarity with mm. it. I think, but it, I don't know. It's just, it's cool. It's just it's cool. It's just so original. Mm. Like, it's just, who thinks of doing that? Right. On a Hollywood budget, like, oh hey, we're gonna take a look at this history. Mm. He's probably it. the only one who could. Yeah, I think he's the, yeah, he's the only one with that. Yeah, I also, I, yeah, I think, I think he's the only one that would. Like, one, the only person, the only person who produces would allow it, and the only person who's cultivated an audience that would go with it. You know, you think so? Yeah, because of a new. It's a pretty edgy thing. To, to, like I was thinking about it. I was sitting in the movies, like there could be ways this goes. Like this could mm. just be really horrible. Right, but I feel like, um, like it wasn't. Yeah, and I feel like I don't know if um, I don't know how to articulate this well i'm just gonna go for it so i think it's tough in today's day and age where everything is driven in terms of like you need more you need to like put out this many episodes you need to you know to gain a following it's like there is an artistry in that in making like consistently decent um content on a schedule you know but it also disallows in certain ways, like taking your time with something and putting a hundred percent effort into one thing. And I'm hoping that to find a balance in my own life. Cause I do think, you know, obviously like they're not anywhere near like quality stuff, but I do think like a lot of the projects tomorrow and I worked on back in the day when they were like short films and we were like, you know, learning, um, more filmmaking type stuff and doing more filmmaking type stuff. There's a lot of like heart and passion that goes into that, that in today's day and age, it's kind of tough to recapture just because you have to produce at such a high clip. Does that make sense at all? Yeah. I mean, and it's obviously usually like, well, okay, we'll just don't produce stuff at a high clip. Don't try to make those stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's good advice. But then you lose out on potentially like finding an audience and finding, you know. See, I, I think that there's an audience for anything. Mm-hmm. And I just think, you know, not everyone finds that audience. And that's right. the hard part. Right. But I think if you're someone who's willing to commit to something, mm-hmm. people eventually see that commitment. Yeah. One way or another, you know. Right. And, and I heard someone once say quality. Quantity has a quality of its own in terms of producing. Quality. See, I don't know, man. I've I've seen I see I see even YouTubers, right? Mm. Like a couple people I've watched in the past. Mm. Uh, they release a video every three months and still have like hundreds of thousands of loyal. Yeah, well, I think you got to get to that point. You I don't know, know dude. Thirty-seven videos. They're just really that good. They're just yeah. They're just that good. There's video essays on topics on, that are very mm-hmm. fascinating, interesting, well thought out, hour long mm-hmm. discussions, and it's yeah. it's cool. It's really it, I I mean that's why I watched it. I watched I don't. It was just a bunch of various topics and stuff, and it was like, mm. yeah, it's hard. I like I have to look into you know did they ever get shared by you know someone bit you know what I mean like it's all it's hard sure, to but that's, say that's how that's how it works you know right. you get shared, because they put together the quality mm-hmm. but for every for every one of them there's like 10 other people who you watch and you're like why does this person only have like 500 views on this video it's like a masterpiece you know so it's like it's hard to it's hard to you gotta like figure out what's gonna 
be successful. Yeah, but you gotta you gotta try. You know what I mean? It's mm. it's a, it's clearly I mean it's clearly a gamble, uh, obviously. Mm. But like I'm, I said, I'm, that thumbnail is gonna traumatize people, and they're gonna come in and listen, and they're gonna be like, "Wow, this is." I'm gonna form an opinion at that point. You know, right. I don't know. I think um, what I want to do is try to find that balance of where I'm able to make stuff consistently and also have time to make like more passion filled not that there's no passion behind this there's no passion behind you know a fake nerd update it's just like a different type of passion you know like making stuff i love doing i love editing i love you know all getting all this equipment putting stuff together and that's like a passion and then there's also like the more artistic endeavor of like oh i have like at least from a writer's point of view, like I have stuff that I want to express that can only be expressed in this certain way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And how in finding the correct balance between both of those is where I'm at right now and where I want to f- want to be. You know. Mm-hmm. I think you should just make things that you want to make, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. Well, that's the just thing. I want to make everything. Yeah, but make you know? make what you want to make. Think mm-hmm. about like think of the thing you want to make most and just make that happen. That right. you that you could do and just do that and I think that's that's how people do things. That's yeah. how I do things, you know, I guess. Right. When I write comedy or whatever. It's like mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like I just I, I I think it's I think it's quality over quantity, you know. That's mm. why I'm the greatest joke writer ever. <laughs> yeah, well, everything I'm saying I I'm say trying to find like try. a way to make everything quality and make it fast. You know, just make sure it's sustainable. Yeah, there's a thing that people always talk about burnout, but I don't think I have the necessary. I don't necessarily think I would get burnt out because it's like, well, if you're not doing this, then you're not doing anything. You know, and the idea of not doing anything is way more frightening than the idea of me stressing myself out trying to make stuff happen. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I feel like that's only a good, I feel like that's only a point you can have when you have everything in your own life figured out, Mm. you know? Yeah, I mean, certainly, you know, different, different you know, stuff to figure out in regular life. But the way I always look at it is like, well, if I weren't doing this, like I would just have, you know, the times where I'm hanging out and not doing anything. And when I'm not doing anything, all I want to do is be making stuff. So I can't not be making stuff. Does that make sense? Fair, I guess. But just like, I don't know, like I said, uh, make, make whatever you would want to make. Mm-hmm. And then that is all that you should ever do mm. and i don't know let, let let the fact that you want to make it be your your sole motivator you know what i mean mm. and i think i, I but I, I don't think burning yourself out i think i mean burnout is like a totally real thing mm. if you just it's like you know think it was a think smarter or you know or work smarter not harder you know, mm. that's kind of the idea right Find the ideal way to capitalize on whatever it is you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. I think right now, like, the only path I see to succeed just from where I'm at as someone with, like, no clout and no big audience is to just keep busting butt and just keep making stuff and just keep putting 100% into everything, you know? Mm. And, uh, you know, it will hopefully work out. Or if it doesn't, at least I'll be able to say I went, you know, 100% for something, you know? Mm. Makes sense. Yeah, I think that is I think that is a good place to leave off. Um, let us know in the comments section down below if you're also conflicted about art. Um, <laughs> that should be an interesting discussion. Liam, do you have anything you want to promote other than the shows that you already promoted? Art. Art is, art art only exists for profit. Right, yeah. Capitalism is the whole reason for art. So, don't get it twisted. Don't create 
unless you can, <laughs> can get, get paid, paid for it. Yeah. <laughs> Such a bad message and antithetical to everything. Never you draw. Mm-hmm. Never write anything that you you know unless someone's going to pay you immediately. Right. Right. Never produce anything ever mm. unless you're going to get paid. That is all I got to say. All right. Fair enough. Immediately. Okay. There's no, don't waste your time. It's not worth it. You're not. Yeah. Mm. You're worth more. That's all I'm trying to tell people. Right. And uh, where can people find you online? To um, about more capitalism. Yeah. Uh, Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's uh, at real Liam uh, dash Mieger. I don't think there's a dash in it. Uh, I, no, it's not that. That's I think it's my Instagram. Uh, something like that. Uh, my uh, sorry, you're right. Twitter is at real Liam uh, Mar M E A G H E R. Looks like meager. Yeah. You heard that before? Once or twice. Yeah. And uh, if you're looking for me on Twitter, I'm really uh, gonna look into it. At the fake B Mar. That's B M A R R. Because I want people to pronounce it right, but not know how to spell it, so that they can't find me in real life. Even though if they listen to that, they'll know how to spell it correctly. So we're this, in Woonsocket, Connecticut, right now. Yeah. So this um, will probably be the first video on our new channel, Wicked Good Podcast, which is a spinoff channel under the Wicked Good Everything banner, where we're gonna put all of our podcasts. Makes sense, right? seems seems reasonable i suppose so i don't know this whole youtube bullshit works so so we could potentially be at zero subscribers on this channel right now that this is on so please subscribe oh wait it's not this isn't going to be posted on wicked good everything no this is going to be on wicked Good podcast oh i thought you were gonna i thought originally okay i thought originally you're gonna do like breakout clips there'll be clips on the main channel probably and the full episode will be on on that well, that's a good and idea. on itunes um to that's search better radio i love i love the logo i feel like people should have that on their phone they'll feel, they'll feel happier it's a trendy like npr style logo i sleep when i go to bed i look at it that's all mm-hmm. i have playing in my ears <laughs> it's just projected on the ceiling yeah no i just i, I have oh. uh headphones on oh the and actual I listen podcast. to us i've listened to the first five episodes mm-hmm. uh, a dozen times they wow. get better. They get better. They really do. They age like a wine. Oh, man. All right, guys. So make sure you subscribe to this channel. Make sure you subscribe to Wicked Everything at YouTube.com slash Wicked Everything. Follow us on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash Wicked Everything. On Twitter at WG Everything. And on Instagram at Wicked Good Everything. Thank you guys so much for watching. And have a great rest of your day. I'm trying it's... to make that a thing. But I don't know if it's catching on. Have a fine day today. And yes. staying clown posse forever. Mm-hmm. For life. Forever. Forever is, forever is longer than life. Forever. All right, thanks for watching.